Hey there, this is Pastor Corey, and welcome to the Branch Life Podcast. After you're done listening, I invite you to connect with us at branchlife.church to make sure you're up to date with everything going on at Branch Life. Want to share what you heard today? Subscribe to our YouTube channel and share this video with someone you want to encourage. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope that this presentation helps you connect with Christ and challenges you to reach those around you with the good news of Jesus. Hey, and welcome to Branch Life Online. I'm Josh, one of the pastors at Branch Life, and today is the start of something new. It's something we're very excited to launch and to kick off, and we're glad that you're joining us uh, for this new adventure. We're beginning today a study in the book of Matthew, the first book in the New Testament, and we're going to dive into that over the next year. So whether you're joining with us as we are launching this or you're catching up later, we are so glad that you are a part of this. And in this next season, you're going to see a mini-series that will help us travel through the book of Matthew. And we're excited and we hope that you will be excited to join us in this journey together. We're going to invite you to go all in with the book of Matthew. And, and that kind of reminds me of something that hit the news this week. I don't know if you are an Amazon Prime subscriber or not. We've all got those Amazon boxes that keep stacking up at our doorways and our garages. Well, the man who started Amazon name is Jeff Bezos. He's actually one of the wealthiest, if not the wealthiest person in the world. And he started Amazon as a tiny little company in his garage. He was passionate about Amazon and he thought that he could make something incredible happen. Well, in just this week, as we're launching this Matthew series, Jeff Bezos announced that he's going to step down from Amazon. He's no longer going to be their operational manager or their president. He's moving on to something else. And I just thought about his journey. In this announcement, he reminded us that he thought that the internet, way back in the day, was going to be something big. He thought it was going to be world-changing. And he, before anybody else realized the potential in it, thought, I'm going to be a part of and do something special because of this internet thing. And what he did is he went all in. He just put all of his resources, all of his money, all of his time, all of his effort, started in that garage, and he went all in. He was laying all of his chips, making all of his bets on this internet thing. And then as he went all in, he decided to go all out. There was no stopping him. There was no giving up. He was going to fight for this thing. And for years and years and years and years, Amazon never posted a profit. It was like a money. It was a, a business that wasn't making a lot of money and it was getting bigger and bigger and bigger, but wasn't yet profitable. And he said, hold on guys, it's going to be incredible. It's going to be amazing. You might not see it now, but I do. And he just kept going all out, pouring everything, every piece of finance back into this thing called Amazon. Well, now here we sit as he steps down the richest man in the world with the biggest company ever created, all because he saw something special. He thought something amazing could happen, and he dedicated himself completely to it by going all in, uh, by being all in, and then going all out to make something spectacular happen. We're going to see that in the book of Matthew, as we travel through this new study, that you are going to be introduced to something that's incredible. 
And it's this amazing opportunity that's life-changing, that's world-changing, if only you'll go all in. And Matthew is writing to us about his experience as he saw something that not everybody else saw. And as Matthew himself decided to say, I'm going to go all in with this. And once Matthew was in, he went all out. I want to start by looking at what I think could be a theme verse for the book of Matthew. And we want to introduce the book today. And then next week, we're going to launch into our first Matthew series. And in the theme of Matthew, as we learn about Matthew today, you're going to see reasons why you should be all in and go all out with what's found here. Here's the theme verse for Matthew. Matthew chapter 13 in verse 44 says this, the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in the field, which a man found and covered up. And then in his joy, he goes out and sells all he has and buys the field. See, Matthew's telling us a story that Jesus himself told. And Jesus is talking about the kingdom of heaven. You're going to find that the kingdom of heaven is a very important theme throughout the book of Matthew. And Matthew's saying, listen, this, this thing, this kingdom of heaven is a treasure that's extremely valuable and is worth everything that you have. Now, why is this a theme verse? Why is this an important key verse in Matthew? Matthew's identifying for us the treasure of life, the thing that can give us the most opportunity to excel, to live life more abundantly. And he's identifying that thing, that treasure of endless value, of infinite worth as the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven is that precious, valuable treasure that we should give everything we have to own, that we should give everything we have to be a part of. With the kingdom of heaven, you should be all in and you should go all out. Now, this is coming from Matthew and you need to understand Matthew's story. And let's talk about who this character is and why we should read his book a little bit together. The Matthew story is incredible. Matthew was a Jewish tax collector. Now, all, all, as soon as I say tax collector, you're going to be like, oh, yay, one of our favorite people. This is not a cultural thing uh, in Bible times and today's times. We all have a shared common hate for tax collectors. Like there's just... IRS is not on the most popular lists in, in our vernacular. I mean, they go down on the bottom. Somewhere around lawyers and rats is, is people who work for the IRS. Matthew was a tax collector. Now, what is cultural was Matthew was a Jew. He was from his home nation, his home country. But he was collecting taxes from his neighbors for Rome, for another country. And the tax collectors during Matthew's day were all as crooked as they come. They would skim a little bit off the top. They had more money than other people and they were using their position and their power basically by being traitors to their neighbors, supporting this conquering nation and, and building their own wealth. This is Matthew. This is who he was. This is what he lived for. Matthew was all in about to give himself more money, more comfort, more stuff, a nicer house, a better place to live. And he didn't care what his neighbors thought about him. He was just living for the almighty dollar. And Matthew, Matthew met Jesus. He had an interaction with Jesus and Jesus called to Matthew and he said to Matthew, follow me. And there was this incredible transformation that this 
tax collector would now become a follower of Jesus, a tax collector following a carpenter, a tax collector learning from a, from a teacher and becoming a part of this band of apostles who would now travel the world uh, following and watching everything that Jesus did. And Matthew, something caused Matthew to go all in. Something caused him to give up everything, to give up his position, to give up his job, to give up his wealth, and to, to follow Jesus. He, he was all in. What about this Jesus character caused him to make such a radical, different change? What, what made him make that choice and run down that road? Not only did Matthew decide to follow Jesus, he was all in when it came to Jesus. Matthew said, I'm going to go all out to help other people do the same. Matthew became convinced that Jesus uh, was, was this valuable thing. And Matthew wasn't going to just keep it for himself like tax collectors do. Matthew said, I've got to give this to everyone. Matthew spent the rest of his life after Jesus died and rose again from the dead. He spent the rest of his career, he spent the rest of his energy, the rest of his money, and the rest of his effort traveling the world, telling the world about Jesus, telling the world about the kingdom of heaven. And the reason you have the book of Matthew is because he thought it was of utmost importance to write all of this down so that you could know, so that the world could know who Jesus is. This same person that transformed Matthew's life is now someone that you can know and have the same radical transformation. Now, here's what Matthew knew. First, Matthew trusted in Jesus as king. He didn't make this calculation lightly. He didn't just go on a whim and follow Jesus. He put it to the task. He's a, he's a tax collector. He knows where all the money is. He accounts for all the details. When he met Jesus, he had to make a decision. Do I follow this guy or do I ignore this guy? Do I love this guy or do I hate this guy? And there was something that convinced him to trust Jesus as king. There was some evidence. There was some, some, some teaching. There was some some convincing reality that Matthew said, this is it, this is Jesus, and he's the king. And in Matthew's book, he lays out for us those things that caused him to be convinced that Jesus is the king. Matthew knew the heart of the king. Once he was convinced Jesus was who he said he was, he then listened to Jesus's words. He sat as Jesus taught. He watched Jesus uh, teach other people and heal and do miracles. He, he was there for the Sermon on the Mount. He was there for the ridicule and the, the confrontation of the Pharisees. He was there at uh, the Last Supper uh, up in the, in the upper room. He was there as he talked to Peter and to James and to John. And Matthew heard the words of the king and he knew Jesus's words and understood his heart. This wasn't a distant king that ruled afar off. This was a king who was a father, who was a friend, who Matthew knew well. Matthew went all out then to follow the king. He was going to do everything that the king asked him to do, go everywhere that the king wanted him to go. He was it. He was one of these disciples and one of these apostles who then went all out to help others do the same. You see, Matthew was there when Jesus said, go into all the world and make disciples. And Matthew did exactly that with his life. That is Matthew's story. 
That is what Matthew then writes down for us in the book of Matthew, the very first gospel in the New Testament, connecting the Old Testament, the old stories, the prediction of the coming Messiah to a present reality of the person of Jesus. Matthew writes these stories so that you may be introduced to Jesus and you may know the real Jesus. You see, you can know Matthew's book as an eyewitness account to the life and teaching of Jesus. And maybe you're not a follower of God. Maybe you don't believe that the Bible is this uh, inerrant thing, but you, you can look at this as some, somebody telling you what happened because he was there. He knew him. He heard him. He walked with him. And he wrote these, these stories down within his lifetime, within the time of after meeting Jesus, so that we could have this as history. And we could know that this is what Matthew saw, what Matthew experienced, and what Matthew shared. You see, Matthew thought it was extremely important that he share for you and I Jesus' story. He starts telling us the story of Jesus, the story of of this little baby that was born in a manger to a virgin named Mary, who then grew in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. This young carpenter's son who was raised up and baptized by John the Baptist with the voices of heaven declaring that this is the Son of God with which whom God is pleased. He then tells us Jesus' story as he goes and calls the disciples to himself and they follow him as a rabbi and they become convinced that he is the king of the world, that he is God's son, that he is God in flesh because his life declares the prophecies from the Old Testament, his actions of miraculous power over storms, casting out demons, rising again from the dead, point to the power that could only come from someone who is God himself. You see, Matthew tells us Jesus' teaching and his words because if he is God, then we need to know what he says. If he's come, he has come to give us life and to give us life more abundantly. And so he tells us the stories of Jesus, the teaching of Jesus, the parables of Jesus, the corrections of Jesus. He talks about Jesus then being arrested, being put on trial, being beaten and crucified on a cross. He tells us about where he was and how they felt when all of this was taking place. And then he tells us about when he saw them alive again. And what Jesus said to them after he rose from the dead. What other people saw and what was known and declared. He talks about Jesus ascending up into heaven and leaving the mission, leaving the instruction for us, his followers. Matthew tells us Jesus' story because Jesus' story is the story of a king. You see, Jesus' power proves he was king. Jesus' power to, to, to heal the sick, to make the blind to see. Jesus' power in, in fulfilling prophecy sets him up and sets him apart from every other teacher, from every other rabbi, from every other treasure. And Jesus' story says that this is God in flesh. You see, Jesus' words show us then the heart of the king. See, Jesus' words allow us to know what is good, what is true, what is trustworthy. 
He can let us know what is right and what is wrong, how we can have purpose and mission in this world, how we can build stronger families and have hope and peace in the storm. Jesus' words reveal the heart of a king who can be known by you and by me. Jesus calls us then to follow the king. He calls, he calls and he longs and he offers us the opportunity to be a part of the kingdom of God and then commands us to help others to do the same. We are the light of the world and we have the, have the opportunity to share this incredible treasure with everyone who will receive its value. You see, when you see the book of Matthew as Jesus' story, not only is it a historical document that gives us the eyewitness events of Jesus' life and teaching, but it becomes the authoritative words of God himself to help us know and follow Jesus. You see, the book of Matthew, more than a historical document, is God-inspired scripture. It's his words. It's his teaching. It is his truth that is shared to us. And over the next several months at Branch Life Church, we are going to study and know these words, how they impact our lives and our decisions, our families and our relationships, our finances and our fortunes and our future. We're going to look at the very words of God and be inspired by them, be instructed by them, be corrected by them. And the words of God say, hey, follow Jesus. Follow him as king. This, the kingdom of God, is the most valuable thing in the entire world. Give everything. Go all in. Go all out to follow Jesus. Remember our theme verse. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and covered up. Then in his joy, he goes and sells all he has to buy the field. If this is just a story, it's a quaint one. But if this is the words of God, what can we know? What can we learn? And what can we understand from these words? First, Matthew is telling us what it's all about. He identifies the kingdom of heaven. You see, a kingdom is made up of a king, a leader, and then the followers of that king. The people who submit to the authority of that leader. And the kingdom of heaven, according to Matthew, is at hand. And what he says about the kingdom is he says it is like a treasure. Now, what do we know about treasures? They're worth something. They're valuable. I don't know if you were a treasure hunter. I know that there's some friends of ours in a small group who like to go out uh, treasure hunting. They have an app on their phone that takes them to little uh, hidden treasures that are all around the, the community. I forget what it's called. The name is, is uh, um, um, oh, geocaching. And you look for the geocache and you find it and it might be in the woods. And when you find the treasure, typically it's like a little plastic container. It's got Hot Wheels in it or quarters or candy or something like that. And you find this treasure and it's kind of incredible. It's kind of neat. Well, those geocaching uh, treasures aren't that valuable. They're just little pieces of plastic with toys. There, there's, there's something incredible about the kingdom of God. And it's that it's a treasure of great value and of great worth. How valuable is this treasure? Well, when the man found the treasure, he then goes and he sells 
all that he has. He's going to make an exchange. He's decided very quickly that this treasure is valuable and it's worth more than everything he has. I'm going to get rid of everything because instead of everything I have, I will now be able to take claim to this treasure, which is more valuable than anything I've ever owned or ever will own. And he goes and he buys the field. Why? So he can have the treasure. And in all this, in this pursuit of the treasure, which is the kingdom of God, there is great joy. You see, the treasure that we have is the kingdom. And here's the moral of the story. The height of wisdom, in other words, the smartest thing that you can do is go all in to know and follow Jesus and to go all out to help others do the same. Matthew is trying to convince us that the most important thing we can do, the smartest thing we can do, the wisest thing we can do is to go all out to follow Jesus. Remember, Jeff Bezos said, this internet thing's gonna be something. It's gonna be something. And Matthew is saying, this Jesus character is going to be something. This kingdom of heaven is going to be something. It's going to be something of great value. It's going to be something of incredible worth. And I'm telling you right now, I'm writing you a book so that you can see what I saw, so that you can know what I know, and that you can now go all in and get on this train and sacrifice, trade it all, because it'll be worth it to know and to follow Jesus. Go all in. And Matthew said the natural next step is to go all out to help everyone else do the same. You see, Matthew says and ties this right back to your story. This is, this is a book not just about Matthew, not just about Jesus, but this is about you. Matthew wants you to know personally what he knows. He wants you to see specifically what he sees. He wants you to be able to have a relationship and a friendship with Jesus himself. Matthew is writing you a book that will change your story if you go all in. You see, as a young man, I became convinced that Jesus was the Son of God. It was early in my story and in my journey. I was young when I came to faith in Jesus. But that decision has transformed my life. And here we are in 2021. And we're sitting at the beginning of a new year. And I want to invite you into a transformation. Maybe you've been a follower of Jesus for a long time. And maybe over the past several months, Jesus has become distant. Your faith has become shaken or, or afar off. It would be natural to understand that. To understand that that's a possibility of what's happened. Sometimes life just overwhelms us and the thought of Jesus uh, just becomes a, a distant thought or a backward thought. I want to encourage you to dive all in in this Matthew study, to go all in in 2021 as we try to take as much as we can from this valuable treasure so that it can transform our life moving forward. Maybe you're someone who doesn't yet know Jesus or you thought you knew Jesus. 
And in these next couple of weeks, we want to introduce you to Jesus so that you can transform your life and transform your choices. Many of us, as we watch this today, are struggling with real world problems. We have concern and anxiety about our health. We're not sure about where this pandemic is going to lead, the economic fallout of what's going to happen. Just last night on the news, as we were watching, it was talking about the number of ladies that have now exited the work workforce. There are less ladies in the workforce than there has been for the last 30 years. So many gals, including my wife, have had to leave their jobs so that they could take care of their kids who are having to be homeschooled or cyber schooled. And this has put a ton of pressure on families as we travel through this. There's political divide. There's, there's, there's worldwide angst and concern. There are relationships that are just barely hanging on. Husbands and wives who, who thought they loved each other who now think maybe, maybe they don't. Kids that are dealing with anxiety and discouragement and depression on levels that we haven't seen in a long time. This is the reality of the world that we live in, this broken world. Well, what transforms this world? What can save our relationships? What can provide for our future? What can bring us the most value? How can we travel through storms with peace? How can we have confidence in uncertain times? You can have all of those things if you allow Jesus to be a part of your story. You see, Jesus walked on this earth and proved he was God. And Matthew tells us about it. Jesus reveals his heart through his very words and teaching. We can know his will. Jesus then calls us and invites us to be a part of this valuable kingdom, the kingdom of God. He's calling to you. And if you're looking for answers, if you're looking for hope, if you're looking for purpose, look to Jesus. I want to invite you into a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. I want you to, to know that Jesus loves you, that he died for you, and that he rose again so that your sins could be forgiven. And if you're ready to walk with Jesus, if you're ready to go all in with Jesus, in this very moment, you can pause and you can have a conversation with God himself. Just say something like this, Dear God, I know that I'm a sinner and I'm sorry for my sins. I believe that Jesus died and rose on the cross died again and rose again from the dead, and he died for my sins. I want to accept him as my savior. I want to accept the gift of salvation. God, I want to become a follower of Jesus. Today, if you prayed that prayer to accept Jesus as your personal savior, the Bible says that if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you will be saved, and you have now become a part of the kingdom of God. I want to invite you to let us know that you prayed that prayer. We want to celebrate with you. We don't, won't do anything to embarrass you, but you can let us know in the chat that you prayed that prayer, or you could go to branchlife.church, the gospel tab, and you could let us know there that you've decided to become a follower of Jesus. We want to celebrate if you've made that decision today. But we, if you have any other questions on our website, there is more there about how you can know for sure that you're a part of the kingdom of God, that you are on your way to heaven after you die. Now, for those of you that know Jesus, and maybe you've been distanced or far apart from him, maybe it's your prayers feel like they're bouncing off the ceiling, or, or you just 
can't pick up the Bible like you used to. Maybe there's been some discouragement and heartache. Maybe there's some, been some relational divide. Jesus is the answer for all of those things. We want to introduce him to you fresh and anew so that in your story, you can now see the value that Jesus brings. And he brings hope and healing and peace even in the midst of a storm. You can walk with the king. Have you met the real Jesus? Have you come to know really who he is? So many of us think we know Jesus. In the book of Matthew, we will meet the real Jesus. Do you know the heart of Jesus by knowing his words? Are you all in to follow Jesus? Are you all in as we travel through the book of Matthew in this series? Are you all in with his church and his people? And are you going all out to help others do the same? The deeper your connection with Christ, the farther your reach. And God has called us to be followers of Jesus who help other people follow Jesus. Found people find people. So how is your one? You see here at this, this launch of this brand new study, as we go through the entire book of Matthew, it's all about being all in and going all out. It's one of the most exciting opportunities that we have in our lives to find something that we can give ourselves to that is a true and endless value. So let us know. Follow in. Lean in as you become a part of this conversation. I want to invite you back next week as we launch into our first of many Matthew series. And we're calling this first series, Re, uh, excuse me, Reintroducing Jesus. Next week, we're going to start in Matthew chapter 1 and verse 1, and we're going to start traveling through this book together, and we're going to reintroduce Jesus because that's the first thing that Matthew does in his book. And if you are ready to dive in and ready to jump in, we want you to be there and to join us as we go through this adventure together. And we also want to encourage you to invite other people to do the same. Let other people know, share the graphics, share the text. We're launching this series and we want everyone to be a part of it, whether it's online or in person. We are reintroducing you to Jesus. Everyone thinks they know who Jesus is. Everyone comes with an opinion of Jesus. But is it the Jesus of the Bible? We're going to learn about that as we travel through this series over the course of the next couple of months. We're excited to offer prayer opportunities, in-depth Bible study, continued conversations all along the way. We're excited about this next year, and we hope that you will join us in this incredible adventure of studying the book of Matthew together. Before you go, we want to encourage you to come and connect with us online. We'd ask you to, to fill out your online connection card, which is being linked in the platform next to you. Whether you're a part of Branch Life every week or this is your first week with us, let us know that you worship with us today and that you're excited about this Matthew study. Let us know that you're ready to dive in and be a part of it and then join us again next week as we go forward in the book of Matthew. Let's pray together and ask God's blessing over this series. Dear God and Heavenly Father, we are excited to open this book of the Bible and to know it better than ever before. God, will you teach us? Will you grow us as individuals? Will you be with every teacher that teaches from this book over the course of the next year? Every preacher, every uh, equipped class teacher, every small group leader, every parent that instructs another person from this book. Help us to see its truth. 
Help us to know its value. And God, will you use it to transform our lives, our family, our church, and our community? God, as we jump into this first series next week uh, about reintroducing Jesus, will you help us to know who Jesus is, who the real Jesus is? God, help us to set aside our, our uh, misunderstanding or our confusions about Jesus. And will you introduce him to us? Help us to introduce him to our friends and to our neighbors and to all who will be a part of this exciting study. And God, may we grow in our relationship with you. As we learn more about your kingdom, as we learn more about King Jesus, as we learn more about what life we are able to live as a part of your kingdom, God, will you use it to transform us? Heal relationships, reconnect friends and family members. God, will you help us to reconnect to you? Will you renew our spirits? Will you grant us, God, great peace as we follow and trust you in this world? We thank you for this book. We thank you, God, that we are, uh, can be a part of a church that loves your word. And we pray, God, that you will powerfully work as we study this out uh, over the days, weeks, months, and year ahead. All for your great glory and your great honor. In your precious and holy name we pray, amen. Well, thank you so much for joining us for this study. Don't forget to fill out that connection card online and join us again next week as we launch into week one of Reintroducing Jesus. We'll see you then.